there are Ivy League colleges students aspire to go to, and they're betting that the reputation of the college will get them an advantage in the real world, either in getting their first job or a higher pay packet. But is the reverse true? Will a college bet on its students? And that is the first post in today's episode. There's no guarantee a college graduate is going to get a job. However, the cost of education continues to rise every year. The Bloom Institute of Technology is going in the opposite direction. Tuition can be paid from income earned after graduation or upfront. The institute teaches courses in data sciences and full stack web. And instead of interviews, companies can try out students for a month without paying them. It's like bypassing the interview process altogether to see if the student delivers. A risk-free way to determine the aptitude, the ability and the work ethic of students before committing to hire them. Then they can be absorbed for a full-time role. There must be a catch. The condition is that students pay back 17.5% of their salaries for two years after they start earning over $50,000 a year. If they don't make it in 60 months after graduating, they pay nothing. Obviously, this model works best in rapidly emerging technology areas where there's a mismatch between high demand and availability. It seems like a win for everyone, the students, the school, and the companies that employ them. Sad that this won't work for the vast majority of career options out there. From career options to the kind of behavior that people have now adopted as a matter of course. And you need not be in logistics at all. The second post in today's episode. Are you a forwarder of messages, not logistics, shooting them off with a flick of the thumb? In the connected world of never-ending messages, how many breathless breakthroughs do you receive every day? A cure for asthma or cancer? A set of exercises to make you lose weight overnight? Or the key to a political conspiracy revealed? If it was news, would the newspapers not be scooping it and broadcasting it for the world to hear? Remember the emails that used to threaten ruin if you didn't forward them to friends? Just select 10 people to send it to and you will be rewarded or condemned to eternal damnation. Most of the time, the payoff is spiritual beyond the control of mere mortals. Gossip always travelled faster than real news. That's still true of all offices. Work deadlines may be pushed, but affairs and link-ups spread faster than butter on toast. Our fondness for the sensational always wins over reasonable explanations, like ghost stories that spring up around empty houses, passed around from year to year and growing steadily in gory detail. And with each narration, another saucy detail is added, another irresistible morsel that makes it all the more viral. Spice is not for cooks alone. 
and the final post. We've heard of responsive design for websites, but can this be applied to something which is a lot more concrete? Buildings and houses, for example. Responsive design for architects. Think of a simple blueprint for floor plans. But imagine that architects could make their designs fluid as well, exactly like web designers who create wireframes that change shape when the desktop design is adapted to tablets or mobiles. There's no reason architectural drawings cannot be transformed with the elements being moved around. Want the room to be narrower or broader? The entire house to fit within a narrow boundary or a broad one? In a GIF on Twitter, a home design adapts to any kind of space and the elements within fluidly arrange themselves. With current software, you have to draw out the dimensions of the room and then add textures or materials or furniture. Then, if you want to change the width or the length of the space, there's no way to do it with the same design. Yes, it's a lot easier than the earlier generation of software, but in our mind, Web spaces can be fluid, but buildings cannot be. Maybe it's simply a stunt. Nobody wants to live in a shape-shifting house. But at the design stage, shape shifts can open up minds to new possibilities. Take a look. If you enjoyed this newsletter, please consider sharing it with friends or tweeting the link. The more people we can get to tune in every week, the merrier. Thank you for being around, for reading, for listening, and I'd love to hear from you whenever you like.